Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Len. There were heavy falls in oil prices last week. What was behind that? Well, we saw a low, yes, of just over $75 per barrel in Brent. Um, that was on Friday when it reached 75.11. And I think really this is about the price cap of $60 per barrel doing its job of providing a loophole around additional sanctions on Russia. Those sanctions, as we discussed last week, came into force on Monday. Um, but any premium connected with the supply risk that had been associated with that seems to have come out of the market um, because the price cap, as we just discussed last week, has set it up a relatively accommodative level that uh, may not have much impact on crude supplies um, after all. Um, on top of that, we also have the, I think, a bit of a re-evaluation about what's going on in China in terms of its reopening, that actually the uh, relaxation of measures is relatively modest. Uh, and of course, if they did move faster, then we're likely to see a spike in cases and perhaps harsher lockdowns. So either way, China reopening is, is perhaps a less positive story for oil in the short term than perhaps the market had thought. Um, consequently, sentiment's relatively poor at the moment. Investor positioning is relatively bearish, and we've seen a lot of downward momentum in the sell-off, as we usually do in sharp sell-offs in, in oil prices. At its last meeting, OPEC Plus said that it was ready to act at any time to address market developments. Do you think they could cut supply? Well, it's certainly possible. Uh, I mean, we've had a pretty hefty sell-off since they made that um, sort of threat to the markets that if it didn't behave itself, they would come and, and do something. But I think a cut now is much more difficult than it was at their last cut. So when they met in October and agreed to, to cut limits by two million barrels per day in November, um, because most members were below their production limits anyway, they didn't really have to do anything. The last cut was implemented mainly by Saudi Arabia and the UAE, who were producing up to their limits. So, so this time it's, it's much more difficult. They'll need to get more people on board with, uh, with that cut to have any meaningful effect on actual production. Also, the outlook could be very different by the spring, uh, once the COVID season in China is over. And it seems likely there will be a more meaningful and, and sustained reopening at that time, leading to stronger oil demand. So it could be that if OPEC acts now, they might just add volatility down the line. Prices become too strong and then they have to cut again later in the year. And how have European energy markets been coping with the colder weather? Well, one of the key changes so far has been the relationship between prices here in Britain with uh, continental markets. If you take Holland, for example, there had been a significant discount in British prices because the market here had been relatively well supplied and had been uh, exporting excess uh, gas to the continent. But that has changed completely now that the heating season has really got going, obviously with the very cold weather, as, as you mentioned. And so that uh, price discrepancy has, has gone away. Prices in Britain have rallied up to similar levels to in Holland. And, and indeed, we now see the whole gas curve going out to starting from the day ahead price and going through all the way to the end of next winter in 2024, being in, of around 350 pence per therm. And of course, the worry is now moving from uh, this winter, although there's still a worry, into next winter. And here again, the reopening of of the Chinese economy can have an impact because Europe has benefited from relatively weak Chinese demand for liquefied natural gas. As we go to next year, we're looking to rebuild inventories. The situation could be very different. And what should we be looking out for in energy markets this week? 
for Brent, there's a, a trend line support around $72 per barrel. So we're still some way off that, but um, that's the main one on the downside. Uh, and I think there's a degree of deja vu about this fall. I mean, this time last year, the market going to December was very optimistic about uh, the opening up in travel in the new year. But then there was a, a fresh COVID variant which uh, came on the horizon and, and the market sold off pretty heavily. A little bit lower levels than we're seeing now, actually, but a similar sort of thing, whereas now the reason for this sort of uncertainty is, is about China. And perhaps the question then is whether we've uh, whether the market is being too pessimistic and uh, not looking forward to the slightly medium term picture for next year. And then on gas, I think the test will really come in January and February when we have uh, cold weather combined with much lower inventories. So we, we may see the market reacting more strongly to cold weather then than it, than it is doing now. But it's also worth remembering that uh, liquidity will dry up uh, in the gas market ahead of Christmas. So next week, particularly, the market will become more prone to, to spikes on any, any adverse news affecting supply. And that's a wrap for the year, Callum. Thank you very much. We'll chat again next year. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next year, thank you.